This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to The Morning Beat. As we continue to celebrate Pride Month, we're joined now by somebody I've been following for years and years because I just love his voice. I love his perspective. Uh, You might recognize him from ABC News as a contributor. Uh, Please welcome to the program, LZ Granderson. How are you, LZ? AJ, I feel like we're related because we both go by initials. Mm-hmm, I'm that's fantastic. Right. Thank you. <laughs> what does LZ stand for? Can I ask? Uh, sure. Uh, it is actually the name that I adopted. My legal name is spelled E-L-Z-I-E. Oh. I adopted oh. the name LZ. Yeah. That's Just fantastic. LZ uh, for a whole host of reasons. Number one being I thought it looked cool when I was a kid. <laughs> There, I will tell you, there was it a time. Does. There was a time in my life where I was doing some like small roles on soap operas back in New York City, and I was making the move to L.A. I thought I wanted to be an actor, and I thought I was going to go by Aaron Jason, which is what AJ stands for for me. Not nearly as cool as your story, though. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, like Aaron Jason. Thank I you. I can work with that. All right. It's, well, it's, the, it's the guys that got the two first names that I find most fascinating. That's right. Right. Yeah. I, I'm one of those. All right, but you've got something really cool going on. So uh, not only have you been kind of speaking up for our community for many years now, uh, you're actually taking it to a whole other level now with a brand new podcast. You've got guests coming on like Stephen Candles and MJ Rodriguez from Pose. Speaking Roof, of initials, yeah. MJ Rodriguez. No big, no big deal. Uh, exactly. Dr. Anthony Fauci. You've got Tammy Baldwin, the senator. Dustin Lance Black, uh, Black and his husband, Tom Daly. You've got some big, big names coming up. Uh, tell us about your podcast and, and where we can listen to them what we can expect oh man first of all thank you for just uh, again having us on and getting the word out about this project because it really is a project it has my name on it so i can understand why people will say your project but it really is you know a product of the abc pride team and everyone who uh has volunteered their time to put the podcast together to edit I did some booking. Um, other producers did some booking. So it really is a whole network sort of project. I came to them with the idea because I was very frustrated watching our community endure these systemic attacks on our right that we worked so hard to achieve and to gain, and they not being and those attacks not being as reported in the news uh, as I would have liked to have seen. Hmm. Um, as I thought those attacks were worthy of having the sort of media attention that they should have had. But we were consumed by tweets at the time. The occasional insurrection, a couple of uh, <laughs> oh you know, impeachment trials. Oof. So we had some stuff going on, 
But I wanted to make sure, I wanted to try to use the platforms that I were attached to to make sure there was always a home for our news and what was happening to our community. And so I'm really happy that ABC, uh, you know, greenlighted the project and that there's so many wonderful and talented people at ABC helping to get it done. Uh, if you're just listening, we're talking with Elsie Granderson. I want to say that your TED Talk, Myth of the Gay Agenda, has hit 1.7 million views. Obviously, you're having conversations that need to be had, which is the importance of this podcast. Very specifically, the AIDS pandemic is something that you discuss. I remember watching Paris is Burning only a few years ago, thinking, how did I not see this before? How did I not really realize what community I'm a part of? Did the COVID-19 pandemic sort of remind you how horrible the AIDS pandemic was? Um, You know, the the pandemic reminded me of a couple of things. Yes, it did remind me of of the AIDS crisis. um, I've lost friends um, to the AIDS crisis. And so, um, you know, there's a bit of, I don't know, maybe survivor's remorse, uh, you know, attached to it whenever I think about that time period. one of the people that I lost was one of my close friends and mentor, actually. Um, when I was in college, he passed away. So um, it's still very fresh and raw to me when I think about that. But at the same time, there are a lot of similarities, right? There's the, well, who does it impact most? There is the, uh, you know, resistance towards doing the things that's necessary to contain the, the, the pandemic. So there certainly were some similarities. And, of course, the presence of Dr. Anthony Fauci, uh, both Starting in 81, yeah. he began looking at the research with AIDS and HIV, and then, of course, uh, his role in the in handling of the pandemic. Um, I think, for me, the biggest similarity was at the beginning of the AIDS epidemic, the Reagan administration took it lightly, and some members of the Reagan administration laughed about it. And as we very well know, at the beginning of the coronavirus pandemic, the Trump administration did some very similar things. Mm. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of comparisons to be made there, and, 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 and you've seen so much of it and reported on so much of it. Uh, even, you know, winning at awards for years. You were the Journalist of the Year by the National Lesbian and Gay Journalist Association 10 years ago uh, when I was still sort of trying to ease my way into this industry. Um, and now with Life Out Loud, uh, you and your team over at ABC are doing some really cool things for our community. Um, I'm kind of curious to know just your perspective on oftentimes pride you know, uh, means different things to different people. And when I was growing up, pride was a whole bunch of white guys going to a parade and celebrating. Uh, <laughs> as I've gotten older, and, and I, you laugh, but I'm, I'm sure you have a reason why, too. Because as I've gotten older, you know, and experienced more things, my best friend to my left is a lesbian. Uh, my fiancé, nine years, he's a black man. You might actually have better hair than him. Don't ever tell him I said that. <laughs> um, very similar hair. Um, but... I, I've learned through my time with him that his experience of what pride means as a queer black man is very, very different from mine. Um, so I'm kind of curious to know, as all these things intersect in your life, uh, what does pride mean to you, Elsie? You know, that is a fantastic question because I believe for me and for many people in our community, pride means different things to you depending upon the point you are in your life. Mm. You know, obviously, for many of us at the very beginning of coming out and trying to get a handle on who we authentically are versus who we are told we should be, pride is like this this heaven of acceptance and self-reflection and an opportunity to obviously 
you know, meet like-minded individuals. As the great George Michael once said, I do believe we're practicing the same religion. Mm. So it's like, it's a nice opportunity to meet with the other members of our church, if you will. Yeah. Um, but as you get older, pride changes. Um, the importance of it changes. Uh, your participation level, it changes. And so at this particular stage in my life, and I'm 49 now, um, pride for me is my time to recharge my batteries so I can go back out into the fight. Wow. You know, as you um, alluded to earlier, I've, I've been operating in this space as a journalist for a long time. And there is a you know, tendency, you know, for me, but I'm sure others as well, who are in the social justice fight, whatever that social justice fight happens to be, to have it consume your entire being, your entire presence, and you don't really allow yourself the bandwidth to explore other aspects of your, your humanity. So for me, Pride is the time of the year in which I bring my whole humanity into the recharge session. And then when the celebration of Pride is officially over during the month of June, July, I'm like this like fully aware, rested, hungry, focused warrior. And I just want to get back to work. So that's what pride means to me today. But if you ask me next year, when I turn 50, yeah, yeah, it could change. It could be like, oh, hell, did I make it? (laughs) (laughs) Elsie, I want to ask. You should be proud. You should be proud of all of your accomplishments. And I think the biggest accomplishment is you are a parent. I yearn to be a mother. We're working on it right now. Um, but we talk a lot about how our LG. You and AJ? Yes. Well, that's yeah. I, I don't want to brag, but a lesbian and a gay guy are getting together to have a. I'm just kidding. I'm never just kidding. happening. Never, never. No, me and my partner. Never. I was like. I was like, I know I saw that movie with Madonna. I know I saw it. You know, coming out is a very difficult process for so many. And sometimes it's very difficult for the parent hearing it for the first time. Now that you're a parent and you're also a gay man, what advice Mm -hmm. do you have for parents who maybe are struggling with their children coming out? Um, To look at their child with the same eyes they looked at them the day they were born. The first day they walked, the first day they spoke. What were those feelings? What were those thoughts? Because coming out doesn't change any of that. It doesn't. Now, you might be told some things. Um, Certainly, you are witnessing some things, especially legislatively across this country. Um, But the reality is is that there, there have always been groups that have fought to limit the rights and freedoms of people that were not like them. And unfortunately, I believe there will always be groups like that. And so whether your child might be discriminated against for their sexual orientation, their gender identity, their religion, their gender period, whatever it is, they're going to have battles and they're going to need you in their corner, regardless of what that battle is. So, don't be so focused in on the obstacles because we all will have obstacles to varying degrees how they impact our lives. Also has a lot to do with the varying degrees in which you as a parent is there to love that child through those obstacles. You as a parent to protect that child through those obstacles if necessary. And of course, for those parents who are uh, blessed to have children who are transgender, those children need you to help fight those battles for them. Mm-hmm. So whatever the feelings were when that child was nothing's changed nothing you know i'll be honest i understand why you're award-winning why you're still around after all these years because i think that might be 
probably the best answer I've actually heard to that question in my yeah, lifetime. Yeah, absolutely. I don't listen. I don't know if I don't know if you're quite old enough uh, to be my mentor because uh, I'm also in my 40s. Uh, <laughs> but I'm always looking for new friends, and, and if you and I happen to become friends because of this conversation, then I would be honored. Uh, but either way. Best of le- luck with That's this very podcast. Sweet, AJ. Very um, sweet. I, I just think you're incredible. I have for so many years. Life Out Loud, uh, available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, go check it out because you're just you're spectacular. And yes. thank you for your time. Thank you so much, LZ, and l- love to your beautiful babies. Thank you, thank you guys very much. And Michaela, I'm a little disappointed you didn't sing for me. Oh, he just... knows. Oh, here Wait, you go. What you, just op- you just opened a can of worms. <gasps> oh, she LZ. Thinks she, she thinks she's famous again. Here oh, goes. You, do you want me to babysit? Is this your way of asking me to babysit? Because I will. I will. I'll come sing them lullabies. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, you know, God bless you with this beautiful voice. It seems kind of selfish to keep it to yourself. Listen, <laughs> listen, I will tell you this, though. She's actually performing at Denver Pride, her first, like, real, real live performance since the pandemic. Oh, and my, my, yeah, yeah. my fiance and I immediately, before her flight and hotel was booked, we booked ours. We're going to watch. I know. I, but I'm also putting out my grandma died last year. And so I made an album in honor of her. The album's name is Vivian, which is her name, which is coming out later this year as well. It's my first album I've ever put out. So I'm excited. Oh, that is so now, is, is that song, You're Ugly When You're Drunk, on this album, too, or no? <laughs> oh, my God, how did you know that? You're like an OG. <laughs> okay, while I... Okay, do you know that was a real song, and I really... T- I was like, I'm going to be a country artist after this show. Yes. And they're like, you're Italian and Jewish, you need to go home. And I'm, I was like, okay, I'm bye. Just, I'm just going to say this right now. I'm just going to recap this conversation. I geek out over LZ. LZ geeks out over Michaela. I'm chopped liver. Ain't nobody looking over my way right now. And Justin. I'm just geeking out for the kids. I'm like, hang on. Well, I do want to tell our listeners that you have a new episode out this week uh, where you've got Dr. Anthony Fauci and Dr. Rachel Levine on your program, on your podcast. Uh, so definitely go download Life Out Loud with LZ Granderson right now. Congrats. Keep soaring. Keep changing the world. LZ, meet me in the DMs. I'll be DMing you immediately. <laughs> Excellent. That's where all the best pictures are located anyway. Yeah. this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.